1: yo i'm feeling festive this right here is no longer a prop okay i still got time right i still got time yeah as much as you like the the l didn't hamper my mood in in other words is what i'm saying i'm still feeling festive okay ho 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 (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. this is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Plenty to get to on this show. Uh, First of all, what did we learn? Uh, Niners falling to the Titans in a Thursday night affair. Uh, There was an extended bye for the Niners. so We said we can go ahead and take it too, right? Why not, right? Uh, Enjoy some time with, with family and friends uh so we'll get into that we'll get into the some of the jimmy g situation what that means going forward um and look thursday night games they're tough so we'll we'll, we'll, we'll break all that down as always want to encourage you to uh, continue to download subscribe rate and review relocate wherever you find your podcast uh, you can also hit that subscribe button on youtube we can be found on youtube as well someone was asking like why don't you guys put some of these on youtube well some of them are available on youtube so go ahead and head over to to youtube to um, the Believe Podcast Network page, and you should see the Believe in Niners. Or you actually you can just type Believe in 49ers That's in N 49ers, and uh and, and our, our shows will pop up. The ones that make YouTube, you know, all of them and YouTube official, you know what I'm saying? So uh so there, so there's that. Um h- hit us up. Feel free to get involved in the show. As always, uh, you can hit me up on Twitter. I'm at R Halock, he is at underscore Eric Davis underscore, and on Instagram, I'm at watch ray ray he is at eric davis underscore 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 four underscores Uh i did three or five i'm not sure but it's four actually Um, there it is there it is so uh niners falling and uh they lose thursday night man big game and as it kind of as as the weeks kind of uh started to accumulate you, you started to feel like okay maybe this may be a winnable game like back in I don't know, whenever they release the schedule, like, I'll put an L next to it. I was like, all right, I ain't winning this game. Um, but as we got closer to it, you felt like, okay, maybe this could be a winnable game. Um, so what did we learn, E.D.? What did we learn? Um,
0: I learned that this team still isn't there. They're still not there. Um, you you had an opportunity, as you said that was a winnable game. Look at the football team. At the end of the day, even though they were going through, they weren't playing well they had they that the titans had lost what four in a row they they weren't playing well or three out of four they so. lost yeah three out of four coming and coming into that game they weren't playing their best football uh but the niners still haven't turned that corner and that's what I was hoping that they had turned that corner to where like okay we've we found our mojo and we can be a good football team if we do things this way uh they haven't gotten there yet So they're still trying to figure it out they're still trying to put the pieces in place uh fortunately they're still in position to make the playoffs uh but that's that's what i learned they still aren't there yet
1: um i learned ambry is making some steps he's making some progress i mean yeah he you know he got torched a little bit by aj but he was able to get his hands on some balls he made a couple really good plays in that one that i was that I was impressed by mm-hmm. actually I thought just <laughs> very weird when you consider how how Brown just just went off. I thought that may have been the best game by the secondary in terms of being able to break up passes and be able to disrupt passes. Um, That was the most tip balls. Uh, batted balls uh, passes defense however you want to call it Th- that was the most I've seen from that group all season and ironically Brown has you know one of the biggest games of the year and 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 you know ends up being the hero that night but um, as as, as far as the the whole the, the sum of it I thought they got their hands on more balls than I had seen them in the past and, and Thomas made a couple of, of really good plays I, I was sort of impressed by uh, and he looked he looked like he was starting to, to 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 get a little bit of swag to him, you know, right? And like like you always say, when you eric ericisms, right? Confidence comes from doing, right? You make yeah, cool yeah. plays, confidence started to increase yeah. a little bit. So um, I, I know it, the stat sheet probably doesn't look all that great, but but I was I was pretty impressed with with, with Ambry. I mean, look, the dude went from being MIA. To all of a sudden starting and then here he is, you know, starting to, you know, trying to make some plays in the secondary. So, um, so yeah, that, that's, that, that's what I learned. Um, you know what, sticking with Ambry right now since you, you, you went there.
0: Um, yeah, I, I was getting all these tweets and everything and, they're you know, talking about, you know, they need a new DB coach and they need <laughs> new guys and they need to the draft guys and they should have drafted, you know, instead of trading up for Lance, they should have drafted a corner and, and I'm like, No. And, and someone asked me a question yesterday, I did a Q&A and they asked me a question, do they need a new coach um, or do, do they need to just upgrade the talent? And I told them, I said, they, gotta, they have the Niners have a really good DB coach, number one. And I said, it's not a lack of talent because they were saying there's a lack of talent room. There's not a lack of talent. They're puppies. They're young. It's not, there's not a lack of talent in that room. And as you, and that's why, so back to Ambry. As I said, Ambry, and we've had these discussions about it. I, first of all, I didn't know why he was MIA. I'm with you. I had no idea. This I still was on a milk carton,
1: like for real, have, for
0: real. I have no idea. We've had a couple of texts, but I haven't talked to him just yet. So when I talk to him, I'm going to find out why. I, right now, I don't know why. Um, what I do know is that he's growing. As you said, he's growing as a player. He's you. You got to get out there. You you have to get out there. It's baptism for a corner. It's baptism through fire. Period. You got to get out and make your plays. And you got to you got to get beyond that point to where you're in position and not making the play. You'll get you that confidence comes and you'll the more knock the more you knock down the more you expect to knock down and that's that's the that's where he is right now. Um And you look at where they are. I just want to see these guys keep playing, and I think you should keep playing the youngsters. They should have been playing. When when you start with all these injuries, there it was time to put the guys in, um, and that's why we are at the quarterback position. You know, so we can move on off of that. You know, I was asked earlier in the week. It, you know, is it time for uh, Trey Lance? Well, if the if he's the backup and the starter is out, yeah, it's your time. That's how it should have been the entire time. <laughs> if you play it, the backup plays when the starter is out, if the starter is healthy, then then the starter should play. Yeah. And I feel that same way about this week as well. If Jimmy is hurt and can go, I have a feeling he's going to go. Um, Because there's a reason why Jimmy's the starter and not five. If he's not. um, And I, I know I'm jumping all over the place. We'll get back to Tennessee. If he's not able to go than the backup plays so that's what should have happened at the cornerback position and uh, I'm glad to see those guys out there and and you know they'll they'll continue to grow they'll continue to grow I I think there's more talent um in that room than we've all been um than we've all actually had an opportunity to see um but as they start to play more mature I think they're going to be okay I'm, I'm actually feeling better better about him and I and I agree uh, Ambry, even though some boys had caught some balls, he 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 played well. He made some plays he that are that makes you that makes you feel good about the direction that he's going in. I see him growing. Yeah,
1: yeah he's 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 de- he's definitely growing. Um, and it, I mean, it's it's those ball skills that intrigue me, right? Like it's you know you, you talk about all the time being able to get some hands on balls, right? And and mm-hmm. now he's got. He's gonna learn little things like, like I told him, it was like the, the one the one ball that old boy caught down the field where he
0: pushed off of him. He's gonna learn how to position himself. He he, he asked, literally, the question was, what could I have done differently? And I told him, you did everything right, but make the play. You were inside out. You'll learn to get outside in on those on those plays and attack the ball. And that's what he didn't do. He didn't, he didn't attack the ball. He tried to relocate for one, one moment. He'll learn how to position himself down the field to where he's not concerned about that receiver and you're playing the ball. And that's what you always have to do. Um, you know, Early on, you're like, watch your man. You hear all this stuff, young guys. They always tell you, hey, man, keep your eyes on your guy because your guy's going to take you to the ball. I'm sure you've heard coaches say that, Pop Warner, all the way through. Man-to-man coverage, you've got to keep your eye on your man. He's going to take you to the ball. You know what else is going to take you to the ball? The ball. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and as you become a pro and get seasoned, you get more comfortable looking for the ball. And you realize when the ball's in the air, that's my ball. There is nothing that says that yeah. that's the receiver's ball. Yeah. When the quarterback throws it, that's that's your ball just as much as it's. The receiver's I mean, ball. they call them 50-50 balls for a reason, right? I mean. Well, well I used to, it's not a 50-50 ball if I'm 80% better than you. It's not a 50-50 that ball. Part, that part. So, yeah. so that's, I don't even want to hear that. It's only a 50-50 ball if we're the same. <laughs> if I'm better than you, it's not a 50-50 ball. Because because that percentage doesn't even out, you know? Yeah. So, and that's the mindset you got to have as a DB. How, how can it be a 50-50 ball when it's mine? Yes. i have ownership of that ball yes. there's a hundred percent mine in,
1: in my mind so yeah uh, and i'm yeah. and i'm better right yes so there we go uh, th- that's what we learned here on the uh believe in 49ers <laughs> podcast he is Super Bowl <laughs> champion eric Davis, Summer, Sean haylock so you and all of you watching on youtube as well appreciate it um so like coming into this game right i i, I said you know, if, if 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 it was going to be an L, I wasn't going to be too overly emotional about it. If, but if yeah. it was a win, it was going to be a big win. It was going to be a huge win. And that's kind of how I went in looking at it. And then um, full disclosure, I did not see the game live, right? I, I saw like the very end of it, saw the field goal. And I'm just like, geez, Louise. And then someone, someone was letting let me know what happened. Um, I was, a, I was actually at the Lakers game that night, and it's like they blew a ten point lead and they got outscored to you know twenty to seven in the second half. And I'm just well, like, it sounds like the Lakers game too. <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah it was, <laughs> <laughs> except the Lakers Man, never had a lead. That's a whole, that's <laughs> a whole different. the Lakers there. never had a lead. Yeah, it was <laughs> it it was. Then that that was the final night of Staples Center, and it was just it was just not a proper send off. It was all bad. Well, we um,
0: need to Staples this year, yeah.
1: Right? <laughs> and man, so 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 I'm there that night or whatever, and and then I'm I'm getting told this information. I'm like, and so I, I go back and I watch the game obviously, and I'm like, okay, you know, looking good. Um, and then the second half happens. The second half is what it is. A couple of things stick out to me though. Those first drives, and I, I, I think you can speak to this a little bit, right? Like, they've shown the ability and the propensity to look really good on those initial drives, right? And and I know I know, Kyle's dad, Mike, was big in terms of scripting plays, this, that, or the other. I believe Kyle does the same. not really sure why. But-
0: That's a 49er thing, you know, all the way back to Bill Walsh. Hell, probably before him, probably back to Paul Brown. Where Bill Walsh learned his football, yeah. So yeah, you, you script those plays. So
1: take on- us inside to that because it's, I mean, it's to me like I understand. Okay, you may have these plays that you want to run, yada yada. But once you get into certain situations, things that you thought you may be able to run, maybe you can't run anymore. So yep. t- so take take me in, into that how how that works out, and then obviously like how they were able to execute that on that that opening drive uh, on Thursday. Uh, Well, you're going to go into the game and you
0: are going to base that off of what you've seen a team do. So that those first scripted plays, this is what they like to do. So when we give them this look, this and that's why you've heard me say before that a coach is running plays week three to set up a team in week five or six or seven because you, you start to do these things and you start to show different things based on what that team is going to do. So in, in a particular front, if we run, if we pull a guard or if we block down with our tackle, this is what they like to do. So you start setting things up to show them that this is what we're going to do when we show against that front, this is the type of play we're going to try to run. We're going to block down that tackle. We're going to pull the guard. So they are prepared for you to do that. So now you switch it up. So that's why those first plays, like we know we can, we can get this look in the run game. We can get this look with this formation, with this personnel in the passing game. That's why a lot of the times you see just about every team in the league, that first drive is normally pretty successful. A team may, you may stop them, hold them to a field goal, but they normally, most offenses normally are able to move the ball those first couple of drives. But then what happens, the X's and O's start moving, right? We now, okay, we know that instead of of going right in this look, you wanna go left. So the pros on the other side adjust as well. So now you have to counter off of that. And it's a question of how much you are prepared and what do you have in store when those things don't work? Sometimes. There, there are some teams out there who don't make those adjustments and you're able to pound them and pound them and pound them yes. before they get into the half. Other times, they adjust quickly based on the players on the field. So that's, that's sort of what it is. It's like you're going to come in, and that's when Kyle is, is pretty good at that. We've seen it a lot of times where they look great on that opening drive, opening couple of drives, because they come in, he has dissected what a team likes to do against his offense and certain looks. So now he knows how to counter against that and and they've had he's shown success the issue we've seen in a lot of games and it happened in this Tennessee game i tweeted when it was happening we have hit that what the hell are we doing period of the game <laughs> they seem to have a period in every game where it's like what the hell is going on right now and it happens offensively it happens defensively where is where it's just like, what, what are we doing? Like, what, what the hell? And it's, and it's that, that's the, that's adjustment period. I was hoping was gone, but it's still showing up. And that's the period that they're going to have to get rid of moving forward because you can't have that in a playoff game. You, when, you, when did
1: you, when did you see that in this, in the Tennessee game in particular? Um, I, I don't know if it was
0: second quarter. Okay. You know, but I but yeah. I know I there was this period in there, and I was watching, and I and I don't know if it was the second quarter, or the third quarter, but I was watching it, but the, but it was, and I actually I said it out loud, I tweeted, I was like, "What the hell?" Like we have
1: officially hit that what the hell is going on period of the game. It, um, it was this. It was the second quarter for me when I started. And the the weird thing about that is, um, the the ten point lead that the Niners were able to build it, it's funny because I, I feel like it kind of came back to bite them because then even more there was even more of a sense of urgency for a tendency to throw the ball right being down by by double digits because they couldn't run the ball a lick right and okay. they, they really couldn't run the ball like all night
0: mm-hmm. and, and,
1: but that's when they re- after they went down 10 nothing that's really when when they started to to unleash Tannehill a little bit um and, and I feel like that's where things kind of changed uh for them. They was able to get a little bit a little bit of confidence um offensively. I think they rolled that momentum right into into intermission and, and all through the second half and, and, and that's where you really saw um Brown really do a lot of his damage, you know, in, in, in that second half. And so it was it was, was, it was weird, it was like, okay, double digit lead, you're on the road, you got to be feeling good about yourself, and then offensively, they just kind of turned the page a little bit, did the Titans, and I feel like that's kind of where the tide started to turn a little bit um, against the Niners, Um, it was that, and and also, in in addition to, um, to to Jimmy as well, Um, the, I mean, man, look, the interception the end zone like that's just inexcusable right like you ju- you just can't you just can't have that um yeah. you know probably a ball he shouldn't have thrown um listening to some other guys you know nationally you know they 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 kind of point to Kittle as well not necessarily selling the route the way that that he probably should have uh on, on that particular play but that's like, you you just can't, you can't have those turnovers in in, in, in the end zone, in the red zone, in situations situation like that. Because, I mean, you got at least three points in your back pocket, right? And, and instead you end up with nothing. Um, and so, but that didn't, in, in terms of the defense, sudden change, they, they didn't allow anything off of that. So, you know, kudos to them for that. Um, There's still points you left on the field. It's it, But it's points that you left on the field, right? I mean, at least three, right, that that, that you should have had, which would have made that 10-point lead even larger Going into yeah. the locker room at halftime, right, and then the like hindsight is twenty twenty, right? Like, and, and it'd be like, you watch the game and you see Greg Olson who was calling the game, and he's like, you know, if, if you feel like that defender is that deep and you got to throw it that high to get it over him, then you probably shouldn't throw the ball the the one that he threw to to Debo. Hindsight, of course, I mean, he's he's calling this in real time, and and that's what he saw in real time. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know, we had a luxury to be able to hear from Kyle this, that, or the other his thumbs broke It's broke or sprained or whatever the hell you want to call it. Like it, it, to me, it looked like it just got away from him. I
0: don't care. I don't care. Can't blame it on your thumb. Can't play. Can't, no, Football players play hurt. He wasn't injured. You know why? I know he wasn't injured. Cause he stayed in the Before game. He was playing. Okay. So this whole thing, and we'll get into that later in the week we'll get into the whole, the injury and all these type things. There's a difference between being injured and being hurt. Football players, you can't play injured. That's why they have a reserve list. When you're injured, you can't do your job. You have to – a football player has to play hurt. And if you're on the field, I expect you to do your job. You're obligated to be able to perform and do your job. If you can't, get off the
1: field. I I, I understand. I hear what you're saying, but he was clearly impacted in the second Uh, half, right? No, bad
0: ball. Don't don't tell me. Don't tell me. I'm not talking about
1: just that ball. Like, there were – there wait, wait, wait. were a lot of balls out there. I wait, mean, look, Jimmy doesn't throw, like, he doesn't throw, like, the tightest spirals we've ever seen anyways, right? But, I mean, that, but majority of the second half, I mean, they were wobbling all over the place.
0: If And if you can't do your job, get off the field. And it's on the player. And if the player, and most of the time, and, and really it's beyond the player because I've been there myself where they were trying to get me out of the huddle and I wouldn't. I, I can I can tell you a game when I was in Carolina, my backup was Rod Smith, and he came out there. He was almost in tears because I sent him off the field three times because I had gotten a thigh bruise so bad I could barely I could I couldn't move it because I hated limping. Whenever something was happening, because people know what's going on. So I, I learned that early on. You never limp. You never limp. You never let somebody know what's going on. The old Jim Brown rule. Um, but I had gotten I took a helmet right. Right in it, and it was it was killing me, and I, and they kept trying to get me off. And he would run out of the hole, and I was telling him, I'm not coming out, I'm not coming out. And he, and, I, and he was like, you know, coach wants you off the field, and I was like, we're gonna get a flag for 12 people on the field. I'm not leaving, so you need to get off the field. Just take your ass off the field. So that's like the third time he came out there, and he was he was like, like man, they're mad at me. You gotta come out. He was about to cry. And I went to the, the sideline and I told them, I said, I'm coming over here so you don't get mad at Rob, but I'm about to go back out on the field. And they were all yelling at me and I went out there and we finished. Now, how they, they eventually got me off the field, when we got off the field, we stopped those guys on that drive. They took my helmet. So they took my hat. And I'm looking for my hat and I couldn't go back out there. I'm saying... It's on, it's very difficult to get a player in the flight of things to come out. If you are the coordinator and you see a guy can't do his job, you take him off the field. So that's on, it, it's on 10 and it's on the quarterback coach, it's on the head coach, it's on his position coach, all of those guys. You got to get him off the field. And if you don't, don't give me this. He was truly – he was clearly affected by it. No, do your damn job. So, what, what,
1: what did you see? What did you see from Jimmy in, in that second half? Bro,
0: have Have you seen – I didn't see Jimmy throw any balls any worse than I've seen him through all year. That's no knock on Jimmy. Jimmy didn't look any different than he looked. Jimmy has that what the hell are you doing portion of every game. And he had his what the hell are you doing portion. Yeah, see – I thought, I thought, well, I thought he would go, then you see
1: Jimmy throw some balls and you were like, what is he doing? No, I mean, that, that happens just about every game. Yeah. Okay, you're right so about what that. Yeah. So what's the difference? This was a, a prolonged, an extended period of time. I've like seen like to me, I've seen that like, like to, so to me, this wasn't the Jimmy we've seen the last, was it eight weeks, nine weeks? Mm-hmm. This was the Jimmy we saw last year. Can right? I tell you, like, let me let
0: me point out something though. Even even when you had that stretch, and you were telling me Jimmy has the best stats in the best league. quarterback in football, best quarterback in football. Wasn't Jimmy throwing those same tight balls in those games? He Some, was, but not to oh, that degree. Listen, but listen, listen. You just said it. Yes. So the, the answer to that question is yes. Even in his stretch of best quarterback play in the league, he was still throwing those type balls and those type interceptions. Correct? Yes. Yes. So, But all, not so, at this
1: great of a value, All though. I'm saying is
0: that there's nothing unusual about the way he was playing. Uh, so he decided to stay in the game. I need you to do your job. And that's why during that game, I tweeted – Play better, 10, period. Just play better. So You're under center. You have to play. If you can't do your job, get off the field. You have an obligation to do your job if you're going to stay out there. And the coaching staff, like they took my hat. You got an obligation as a coaching staff to get a player off the field if you think he can't get it done. If you think that at this point, the injury that my player has, has taken him to a point physically to where his backup is now better that backup has to go in the game that's because you can still be hurt and be better than your backup
1: i I think that's what kyle
0: thought and if oh so back to what i was just saying then do your job so like i said he was hurt there's a difference you have to be able to play the game and do your
1: job hurt you look, he he he. Gu- look, he gutted it out. He led that final drive. Debo. They end up tying the game. They're yeah. they're they're in pretty good position. I'm simply saying that, looking at him, especially in that second half, like the, the, from the way the ball was coming out, like you didn't notice did the difference in the way the ball was coming out in the second half. Listen to what you're listening to what you're saying. You, you tell, you tell, I, tell me you didn't see the I, difference.
0: I, I, no, listen to what you're saying. You said that final draft um drive, he gutted it out, got the ball to Debo. they did all these things. He went down the offense work. You got it in the end zone, right? Heroic guess what, performance. Guess what, guess what you need to do? Those previous drives, do the same damn thing. I don't care if you're hurt. This is what you got to get through your head. It doesn't matter. Everybody is hurting. You think Bosa doesn't hurt with all with these 340, 50, 60, 70 pound men banging on his ribs and head and arms and neck? You, you don't think it hurts to play D-line? You don't think it hurts to play running back when you got a thousand pounds? Other people don't understand. A, a running back going between the tackles. You get a you get two defensive linemen, a linebacker and a safety crushing you into the earth. That's a thousand pounds falling on top of you every play just, just just crushing your ribs, your shoulders, your joints, you're knocking the air out of your lungs. That's every play. Every play. Yeah. So don't tell me that your thumb is going to Yes, I know you got to throw the ball. If you can't get off the field, don't you don't tell me the previous four drives I couldn't throw it properly, but this last drive I could. Because if you can throw it, if you can do it right then,
1: you can do it right before. Do your job or get your ass off the field. Okay, so so you didn't so was there ever a point where you had to adjust in game based on a particular injury or particular anything that that you suffered during that game. Of course, of course, and how long and how long did did, how long did that take you to make that adjustment to where you, you can really feel like you can be effective. Without faking it, you can really feel like you'd be it'd be effective despite having that, despite having that thigh bruise, that shoulder, whatever, whatever it was. The next play, the next, the next play, <laughs> the next play, because I have to,
0: I have to, or I got to get off the field. I, I can I don't have. I don't have an adjustment period. I don't. I don't have. I don't have a series. I don't have. I don't have a play. I don't have a series that's not important. They are all as important as the previous ones. The following ones gained importance because of what I just did previously. So I don't have a play that I get to take off. If the only way you take a play off is on the sideline, you can't take a play off on the field. So there is no there is no grace period for a player. So that's why I'm saying. So so I, I've been saying this incorrectly. I keep saying you have to play hurt. No, the, that's the term that we always hear that you get football players play hurt. No, you have to be able to perform hurt. You have to be able to perform. You have to be able to do your job. I am obligated to the other 10 men on the field to do my job. So if I hurt something right now, when they, they, they're gonna be like, man, you okay? You okay? And when I say yes, guess what they do? The other 10 guys turn around and they start thinking about what they have to do. They're no longer concerned with my injury, with me hurting, because I just told them, I'll do my job with that. Okay. I'm obligated to do it. So Jimmy, do your job. So did I see balls coming out that look ugly? Yes. That's I, my point. That's all so listen, I'm saying. Listen, do I see balls coming out every week that look ugly? Yes. Yeah, yes. 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 And so I, I, I agree with assuming, that. I'm not assuming that, okay, well, he's so hurt. He can't be on the field. No, Jimmy didn't look any different than he looked all the other times. I saw him throw good balls. I saw him throw bad balls. That's it. I've seen that. I've seen it since he's been here. 2019. I saw that. I've always seen that. So I'm not, so that's, so that's the thing about it. He was on the field. He played and he was hurt. That was it. He was hurt. He wasn't injured. He was hurt because he played. (laughs) So he wasn't injured. So right now we'll figure out what's going to happen later in the week. But this past week, Jimmy does not get a pass because he hurt his hand. He doesn't get no player gets a pass for that. A corner doesn't get a pass for a hurt ankle if he's not getting it done. I mean, Kittle doesn't get a pass if he goes out and 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 his knee is bothering him and he's not catching balls. Everyone's like, "What's wrong with Kittle?" Kittle's not getting it done. No one cares that his if you when you hit the field, you are full speed. There is no 85 percent. There's no 75. He's 95. No,
1: dude, you you cross the line. You're 100. I need 100. Period. There was a there was this is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network and YouTube. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. There was this tweet we got, um, and the I'm paraphrasing here, but basically the tweet was saying, "Is there, is is there an issue? Or this particular tweet this this person was bothered because of the whole uh, we not me." Mentality of Jimmy, you know, post game press Ooh. conference after Ooh. after two interception performance like this, right? Ooh. Like, like as his like as his teammate, like, do you want you do you want him to get up there and 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 take all the blame, or or do you are you okay with the way he addresses these situations? You know, we got to play better, we got to do this. We it's not number one is not all his fault.
0: He's correct. You're correct. I mean there's a lot that goes into winning a game there's a lot that goes into an interception right there's a lot that goes into losing a game there's a lot that goes into an interception there are a lot of things that happen um, there could be um, the wrong route being run there could be the wrong coverage being read there could be um, there could be a, 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 a blitzer or something or stunt with the line not picked up that makes the ball come out sooner, that what well, you have to throw it. All of these type things can affect what happened. It could be that the coach was like, okay, this is what I want you to look at. And this is where I want you to go with this ball in this particular play. And the defense wasn't what he thought it was gonna be. There are so many different things that can go into it. Um, so when you win, every, every, this is the thing. And the people that get on there, like, we want him to be more of a, 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 I have to do this. Here, I'm
1: going to read the tweet correctly before you. Okay, go ahead and read it. This is from at IHustler1. Just one time, just once, I would like to hear Jimmy Garoppolo say I after a game like this. Not we can't do that and we've got to play better. He can never bring himself to do that. That bothers me.
0: Okay, now, this is a question that I would like to ask and I'd love an honest answer. If Jimmy walked up after a game and they won, and he was like, "I killed it. I am the reason we won. it. I lit them up today. I did you see me? Did you see, me? me? did you see? Did you see that last? I, time. <laughs> I, as for all of y'all out there is talking about, I can't do it. I just put up four bills. I look at my passer rating. I'm out here killing. My percentage is on fire. Now, if he walked up there and did that. What would you say? As opposed to him walking up and saying, We had a good, we had a good day offensively, um, you know, play calling offensively, defensively, special team, we were all there. So, and and there's not one single person that wants him to go up there and say, I balled out today. You, you want him to say, We had a good day offensively. The offensive line protected well, the running backs did their thing, my receivers were right on page with everything, right? That's what you want him to do. Uh, right. So when he goes up there and says, we didn't get it done today. What's the difference? So that's what I'm saying. If you just don't like the guy, you don't like the guy, but he's not saying anything wrong. So there's just one time you want him to go up there and say, oh, it's my fault. I'm the reason that we lost the game. Trust me, when it's your fault, they, they'll let you know it's your fault. You don't have to say it's your fault because if you start saying it's your fault, trust everyone's gonna believe it's your fault. It's not always your fault. Quarterbacks get too much credit for wins. They get too much credit for losses. And, and that's just the way it is. But just think about it that way. When you, Everyone that wants him to go up there and say, I should have done this and I should have done that. Just know, you don't want him to say, I killed. I am the man. I am the reason we won this game. Jimmy could easily walk up there and, and be like, you know what? Yeah, we lost this one, but guess what? Who else wins around here? Kyle's had a lot of quarterbacks, and nobody else even comes close to winning games. So
1: y'all need to leave me alone. Go all go all Urban Meyer on him. Win- I'm a winner. It's true. The rest of these dudes he brought in here are loser. Thank you. If he walks up
0: there and like, look at my record. Look, look at my record and look at Kyle's record without me. Who, 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 who's the man? Now he can easily do that. And There's no, there's not one single person that could say, well, he's lying. lying. You know what they're going to say? Oh, well, it's because of the run game. And it's because of this. And it's because the defense did this. It's because the defense did that. It's because special teams did this. Then why don't those things come into account when they lose? That's all I'm saying. People just quit hating on the dude. He is what he is, but they win when he performs. And you want more out of him if you want to play deep into the playoffs. That's all. That's all it is. But don't start picking on he He needs to say it's my fault. Nobody. Don't yeah, that's, that's, no, stop that.
1: Stop that. Uh, tough one for the Niners on a Thursday night, on a short week, uh, falling by three, a game-winning field goal for the Titans, 2017, the final uh, so Niners look forward to Houston. Uh, we'll continue to monitor Jimmy's status. Uh, apparently it came out just before we recorded this episode that he's not going to need surgery. So that's a win, uh, for Jimmy. So, um, we'll see, we'll see how he progresses this week. Uh, and we'll, we'll see, uh, see if that means he will be under center, uh, yeah. against the Texans coming up, uh, coming up this week. Um,
0: I want to talk about on this next the, the next spot too because I want to see how that plays out because if Jimmy um it's going to be interesting to see what they do if Jimmy um is still the way he is it's going to say a lot about where Kyle feels five is you, you know what i'm saying yeah, cuz like i said before uh, if you you can still be you can still be hurt and better than your backup so I-
1: I think he, I think Kyle's already playing that game. Like he, he already put it out there earlier in the week. Oh, he's five has had the best week of practice we've ever seen him have. I mean, he's going to, what, what was he, to he supposed to say though? Well, what was he supposed
0: to say five because five is getting ready to play. If Jimmy, if, at the time they didn't know he hasn't had, he hadn't had his MRI. They didn't know what was going on. So when he made that comment, all he, what, what is he supposed to say? Five has been, yeah. Well, I mean, he hadn't improved at all since, since the last time you guys seen him.
1: What is he supposed to say? I, you know, me and Kyle, I, I feel like he's just always extra. <laughs> he's always, he's just always extra. No, no. I, I mean, you can say, you know what? He's been, he's been, he's been practicing well. I, I mean, I, we're fully I, confident in him. that's that. And that's, I, that. And that's but, the, I mean, he went way, old, you know? You no,
0: know, he, he just, he just went like, like the last four weeks, he, he's been playing really well. And, and that's all it. And that's what I, I expect that he should be, he should be better. So I don't have a problem with any of that or him putting that out there. I'll, I'll know where five is based on Jimmy, because if the only way five is going to get on the field is if he believed that number one, Jimmy was injured. Cause like I say, if, if your backup, if, if the starters injured, the backup has to play, which is why I don't know why the young corners we started off like that. I didn't know why the young corners weren't playing earlier because the starters were hurt you drafted these guys put them out there sink or swim that's how you learn how to play corner um quarterback's different i get that um but he's a backup so if he was injured you have no choice that's why at first i thought he was injured and that's why i was like 5 year up but now they're saying maybe he's just hurt so we'll see what kyle thinks about that and and if if he's ready because if he's ready, it, it, he'll be on the field. If if Kyle thinks it's time and Trey is ready, he'll play. We'll see how this plays out. It's, this is back to Alex Smith and and the comparison between the two and the injuries and all these type things. Harbaugh wanted to put um, Colin Kaepernick on that the field. That was his draft pick. Yeah, That was his draft pick. He wanted him on the field. So when he got an opportunity – He was like, my guy is ready, and I'm going to put him out there on the field. And even when Alex was healthy, nope, my guy is ready, and he stayed on the field. If you put Jimmy out there, I'm sorry, if you put Trey out there, it's going to be interesting because I don't think you can put Trey Trey out there, have him play well,
1: and take him off the field. So we're going to see how Kyle feels about it. Well, yeah, I mean that's what happened in what, what it was in Arizona earlier this year, right? Like he Trey didn't play well. Yes,
0: yes. Yeah, so so we're, we're gonna have to see. We're gonna have to see where that goes. We gotta see where that goes. Yeah, I mean, if
1: he plays well this time around, if if given the opportunity, then yeah, absolutely, you gotta.
0: If he goes out, if he, if Trey goes out and plays and wins the next two, if he goes out and plays well and wins and wins against Houston, he will play the last game of the season. If he wins that game, I have a feeling it'll be his team. From that point on, he would be he would be your starting playoff quarterback. Now, the question is, does Kyle think he's ready for that? And that's what I'm saying. We're going to we're going to find that out this week, because if Kyle doesn't think that's that's the case, we will have Jimmy and his thumb under center.
1: I just hope it's sooner rather than later, because we know how, you know, Kyle with the two game plans. See how that, how well that worked out earlier. Oh, he won't
0: do that again. He won't do that again. He's already said he's not gonna do that again because he it 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 didn't work. He knows better. Kyle's Kyle's a good coach.
1: Yeah, but yeah, I mean of, they still got out two of all the things people, people may want to say about him, he's a good set.
0: coach. What's that? They still got two different skill sets. Um, but they still have one offense. So yes, you can have you can have two different skill sets, but you still have one offense. This is like playing the defense. You have your corners are gonna have different skill sets. It's going to be rare that you're going to get two corners that have the exact same skill set, um, even when they're really, really good. But guess what? You're, you're still running the same defense. So so you have to – those guys' skill sets have to I, mesh. I get all that, points.
1: but, I mean, we saw Jimmy running zone reads earlier this year. Like, well, that I mean, the, that, You know what that's called? That's just a bad play call. Okay. Going to happen. Just like
0: on defenses, you have bad play call. That was a bad play call. That, that, that's that's all. That's all, and I don't think Trey is gonna run the ball twenty times like he did the last time. If he quarterbacks, because no, no. you saw what happened, he ran the ball twenty times and he got hurt. He
1: got hurt. Yeah. But you
0: you that, can't you can't run it. the ball that much at the quarterback position. That was so the other part. It won't happen. But we'll, let's we'll we'll see how it plays out. But that's just a little that's just a little forward thinking right there. How uh, how was your holiday? How, how how was your Christmas and all good, that? Good man. Family family was here. It was all good. I didn't have a whole whole hat like you. But um, but um, great man. Everybody everybody was um, together and and um, happy and healthy, which is a main, which is a big thing right now. Yeah. How about you guys,
1: man? How was the household? It was cool. You know, just just the three of us just kind of hung out. Um, you know, summer is two two and a half now, so she's like starting to get it, kind of. You know, mm-hmm. so like mm-hmm. she it's it, it's it's cool just kind of seeing it through her eyes. Like last year you know, we give her one gift and she liked the gift. She didn't want to open up the rest of the gifts, but like this year she kind of got it. She was like, okay, open this gift. All right. You know, uh, next
0: year, all she's going to care about is just opening up the packages and ripping the paper.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's so, uh, so it, it's been cool. She, she, she got all into it. She's into the Christmas movies and the cookies and all that stuff. And nice. So it's, uh, it's, it, it was pretty cool, man. We just kind of hung out, stayed in our pajamas all day. It was, it was a great day. Um, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention John Madden, uh, of course his yeah. passing. Um, he met so many things to so many people, uh, you know, as a coach, as a, I mean, he was a, the soundtrack to like the height of my NFL fandom, Pat Summerall and John Madden were the sound, the soundtrack to that. And, yeah. uh, um, you know, he, he, some of your big moments, you know, he was, he was on the call for, um, as well, you know, that, that, that big, uh, that that I mean, people always go back to the NFC Championship game, right? And it's weird. Like I um during like earlier in the pandemic, they replayed that game, right? Remember, we didn't have any sports, so they were just like replaying yeah, games. Yeah. And that game came on, and I was like, "Damn!" Like I missed summer all in that. Like it was just I was just getting all I was just getting all nostalgic and and all these things. Yeah. And so, uh, but I know you had you. I remember you told a story on this pod, you know, a while ago how you. EA Sports was right there in the bay. So you were, you were like one of the first guys to, you know, put on all the the, the, the light bulbs or, or and all that stuff. We would go down.
0: It's funny. We would go down and and we would sit and they'd have the games coming out and we would be with the techs and 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 literally they'd be asking us about players and we would be like, "No, he's not that fast." Or, "No, his hands, no. He can't catch like that." No, he's not that strong. He's not that tough. Yeah, yeah. So we would we would sit there and then go through things like that. But um but Madden, some are all in Madden and Madden especially, Madden made the game simple. He 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 did what an analyst is supposed to do and he helped the game grow tremendously because as opposed to making it all analytical and trying to seem all smart and and, and talk about the different coverages and trap coverages and stunts and blitzes and line protections. He just basically went with a boom and a pow and look, you know, that's a slobber knocker right there. He hit him hard and knocked him down. And and in this situation, what you really want to do is just get your hands on the ball and get it out the air. And and when when you see this big guy coming, you gotta take a leg to get him down to the ground. He just made the game Really simple and entertaining, and um, and I you know I used to love just talking to him uh, you know th- during the production meetings and things and on the sidelines when he'd be at practices and just talk about football back in the day and how it was and the progression of things and and some of the crazies he had to coach and and I knew a lot of those guys I mean I knew Lester and Cliff and all of those guys and and uh, Mike Haynes I, I knew all of those guys really well. And you know, just the stories coming from him on his perspective of how he saw them. And um and you know, and it was it it was just it was good to just be around him and get all of that football knowledge and um, the stories and and just hear it through his eyes. It was he was a fun guy to be around and, and you know what and and um condolences to the family on their loss and um yeah, it, it's, it's huge. He was huge for the game of football. And there are a lot of people out there. They only know him for the video game, but the guy was a good coach. He, um, he knew the game. He was a good teacher. You know, he was a historian of the game and he'll be missed.
1: Yeah, no, definitely Condol- condolences to the family. And uh, I mean, you talk about what a legacy, right? I mean, not only did he impact the game as a coach. You know, winning the Super Bowl, um, highest winning percentage, I want to say, of any coach um, with at least 100 wins. Uh, So you got that part of it you got him just changing the game as an analyst, right? I mean, just, mm-hmm. just what he was able to do in the booth. And then, of course, the video game, right? Yep. Where, you know, like you said, some people only know him for the video game. Yes. And, you know, like I grew up on the video game, right? So, I mean, we always, I mean, once the new, the new Madden came out, like we, it was always a big, you know, it was always a big deal. And so. Um,
0: you know, to this the, day, I still don't play Madden football. Really? No. It was cool seeing myself on it, though. Yeah. But I still that that was always cool. Whenever you saw yourself on the, on any of the video games, that was it's always it's a surreal thing. You know, when you when you see that, you know, you walk through the room and your kids playing with you or something. But um, but yeah, no, i I've just I'm just not a video game guy.
1: Well, rest in peace to an icon, John Madden. Um, and uh, yeah, definitely wanted to get your thoughts on that. I, I remember, you know, some of the stories you shared uh, just about those those early days of, you know, the EA Sports days and, and being a part uh, of the video game for sure. Our condolences to to the family um, as well. Uh, so w- w- with that, we'll 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 put a bow on this one. Uh, it'll be the Niners and the Texans. We'll be back later this week to preview that. Hopefully, we'll have more information on Jimmy G um as well and uh feel free to continue to download subscribe rate and review we're located wherever you find your podcast also subscribe on youtube as well we're located there just uh type in the search believe in 49ers b-l-e-a-v in 49ers uh hit us up on social media i'm at R. Haylock on twitter he's at underscore eric davis underscore and on instagram i'm at watch ray right he is at eric davis underscore 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 so for my partner, Super Bowl champion, Eric Davis, I'm Rashawn Haylock. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. We will see y'all later this week. Peace. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done.